she was kind of branded in America as the Tejano Madonna. I mean, that's amazing. Do you think she? Do you think she liked that? Do you think she would like to be called that? I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I don't know about her, but I would. What's up, everybody? This is Sarah, your host of Talks the Hand podcast, everything you love about the 90s and more. I'm so glad to have you. This week, I have another one of my very best friends, my favorite people on the face of the earth talking about a really fun topic with me, another music um, icon of the 90s. We're so excited. We've been not even kidding, listening to this particular artist on maximum volume while we've been just hanging out, getting ready for this episode and drinking wine. So it's been pretty fabulous. Uh, Before we get into the topic, I just wanted to do a couple of reminders at the top, as always. Please remember, I've said this every single week, I am so dead serious. If you can't tell, you please, 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 please remember to vote. Vote all the way down the ticket. Make sure that you are voting early. Work out your voting plan. Check your polling location and hours. Make sure that you look into all of the initiatives, all the state and county initiatives, and just make sure you exercise your right to vote because this is truly a life or death election for so many people. And um, it's just the biggest, biggest election season of our entire lives. So please make sure you remember to vote. I'll put this all in the show notes. You could also go to rockthevote.org and get all your information there. I mean, really, you can just Google search anything and anything will pop up and show you how to do it. Just make sure you're getting a legit source and you're not getting some like crazy weird thing from someone on Facebook or anything like that. So, okay. Also, please wear a mask. And one last thing, if you're going to go to the polls, uh, pack a lunch, be safe and be prepared to stand in line for hours and be there for hours to defend our freedom and to protect our communities and our marginalized populations. And just we were in this together. We need to take care of each other and lean on each other. Also, please make sure you're following us on social media, TTTHpod on Twitter, Talk to the Hand Pod on Instagram, Talk to the Hand.com is the website. Also, you can email me at talktothehandpod at gmail.com. All right, everyone. I am so excited to introduce you to my guest for this episode. This is one of my best friends, one of my favorite people on the face of the planet I've ever met. Truly one of the most like the most genuine, sweetest souls I've ever met. Um, And someone I'm so glad to have down here in LA with me. She's just family away and home away from home. So this is my one of my best friends, Elise. So girl. Okay, tell me, tell us who you are and uh, why you picked the topic. (laughs) So I'm Elise. I uh, grew up in um, the heart of L.A., downtown L.A., um, I picked this topic because is um, she's one of my favorite. I grew up listening to her. She's one of my favorite singers growing up. And um, Latin Heritage Month. Yeah. Why not pick her? Yeah, it is Latinx Heritage Month until October 15th. 15th. Yeah, from September 15th till, to October 15th. Yeah, this is the perfect, perfect topic. Okay, so if you can oh, tell just by in now. Case you, yeah, I was... I am. <laughs> If you, just, we've had 
like one glass of wine, you guys. When I asked Elise to pick a topic, she wanted to do um, this particular topic. And if you couldn't tell by now, we're talking about Selena, everyone. Selena, one of the most iconic, iconic musicians of the 90s. Um, and uh, why don't why, why did you pick Selena? So, so I was going to say, not Selena Gomez, which I love. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love Gomez, but uh, it's Selena Quintanilla. Yes, Selena. Oh, our, one of our favorite, favorite, favorite artists from the 90s. So so as you can tell, like we said, we picked uh, Selena just because we want to um, include this episode during the Latinx Heritage Month, which runs from September 15th through October 15th. And while I was doing my, my research for this episode, I only used it. I used a couple of articles. I, um, you know, listened to a lot of music, watched the music videos, um, watched the movie. And uh, but the two I used that were big sources were 2020billboard.com article called 25 Ways Selena Quintanilla's Legacy Has Endured and a 2020 article from CNN called Selena is One of the Greatest Latino Icons. Her Legacy Has No Comparison 25 Years After Her Death. I didn't know 25 years uh, this year was her was her death wow yeah 25 years okay so we're gonna get into the topic all right so selena quintanilla how do you say it selena quintanilla selena quintanilla so selena quintanilla was known as the queen of tejano but la reina del tex-mex <laughs> and her band was selena y los dinos y los dinos um her brother ap was her producer um and produced her biggest hits she was among the most influential and celebrated latin artists especially of the 90s billboard top selling latin artists of the 90s yeah and but she just also connected to so many people. Her music was so influential to so many people. So, Elise, how did you connect and remember? How, how did you connect to Selena in the 90s? Well, we, I grew up listening to her. That's what we played in my house and my auntie's house. Um, that's how I grew up with her. And, you know, just a Latina yeah. seeing her sing. And she had a lot of hits, too. A lot of great hits that we just we I learned to love yeah it just it you identified with it correct yeah, yeah I did that's awesome so Selena was born and raised in Texas in Corpus Christi which still has a really big um following for her there Corpus Christi is basically dedicated to Selena they have a museum they have a uh, statue there um that's where she got her start that's where they I mean that's that's where she's from she's actually one of the few um, big artists from the 90s in the Latin music scene that was actually born in America. Because I think most, uh, from what the research I did, I, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, please educate me. Um, but I, it's, it seemed like a lot of the artists um, were from other countries. And she was one of the first ones that was actually born and raised in the United States. Yes, correct. Um, her dad was a musician. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Um, and when she was six years old, he said that he noticed her timing, her pitch were perfect and he could just kind of see it from day one that she was, had something in it, have had something, you know, star worthy and something to celebrate. Um, so they, the family owned a Tex-Mex restaurant called 
Papagayos. Papagayos. Papagayo. Yeah, and the kids used to perform there, which I think is really cute. Um, unfortunately, there was a recession in the 80s, uh, in the, or the early 80s, and the family declared bankruptcy. Um, but, you know, that's okay. Everything happens for a reason. And clearly, they were supposed to get together and start making music. So, Which I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, when one door closes, another, another opens. opens. Yeah. Uh, so they released, uh, so she released her first album, which was self-titled Selena in October of 1989. And um, did you, do you remember that album? Was that, or was that earlier? Is that too early? I think that was too early. Yeah. I don't remember. But if I, if I listen, I'll probably remember it. Okay. She was pretty young back then. So that was, and that was before her big hits, but her big hit her her big album that broke her onto the scene Men Conmigo I do remember that so um so she released uh, her her big album that really got her on the scene was in October 1990 um do you remember this one I do actually I do remember my neighbor playing it really loud <laughs> yeah Ben Conmigo Ben Conmigo yeah it went triple platinum in October 1990 so they so it had it had kind of that like it kind of blended a lot of folk sounds, um, but she still had kind of a pop voice. She did, yeah. And she was one of the first women in Tejano music. In Tejano, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so um, so she was known as after that that album came out in October 1990, she was kind of she was kind of branded in America as the Tejano Madonna. I mean, that's Amazing. Do you think she? Do you think she like that? Do you think she would like to be called that? I would. (laughs) (laughs) I would. I don't know about her, but I would. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. She was often criticized and refused bookings because Tejano music was considered a male-dominated music genre. Um, But she got popular when she won the Tejano Music Award for Female Vocalist of the Year in 1987, and she won it nine consecutive times. Wow. Yeah. That's a very male-dominated music genre. It's, it is. It's so incredible. I mean, even to this day, I feel like it still is. Yeah? So mm-hmm. she's still kind of that bright, shining star. Yes. That's awesome. Then she released a second album um, in May 1992 that went certified diamond. Entre... Uh, Entre a mi mundo. There you go. <laughs> See, I, I don't speak Spanish. It's on my list of two to do. It's uh, My goal is by next summer to be able to uh, speak Spanish, but I'm going to have Elise read all of the um, names for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one was released in May of 1992. It went certified diamond by the recording industry, um, the RIAA. And um, then in 1994, uh, she released her big, 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 album uh, my favorite yeah. amor prohibido yeah that one was a big one it was that one had so many hits on it i mean i recall that one yeah like that one that one was that's my one favorite yes that's the one i remember okay okay and that one peaked at number one on the u.s billboard regional mexican albums list it won best mexican american album at the 1994 grammys and it was the she was the first tejano artist to do so is it correct to say tejano yeah. Okay. She was the first Tejano artist to to do so. So it became one of the best-selling Latin albums in the U.S. The album deals with relationships, on unrequited love, infidelity, social division. It also narr- narrates a woman's struggles with men who wouldn't commit to my story. <laughs> Have we all been Sounds there? like you're talking about me. <laughs> 
Cheers to that, girl. We have all been there. Oh, yes. Um, The album tour actually for Amor Prohibido uh, broke attendance records at the Houston Astrodome. Wow. And that was actually the album, or was that the tour? But the Houston Astrodome was where she had her last um, show before she died. And that's where she wore this sparkly purple jumpsuit. And it's been famously uh, worn in Halloween by a lot of celebrities. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. And we will talk about her fashion in a little bit. So don't worry, everyone. We're going to we're going to get on all of that because she had some of the best, best 90s aesthetic I've ever seen. Um, So she was the first uh, it was the first Tejano record to peak at number one on the Billboard Top Latin album charts, remaining at in the top five for 98 consecutive weeks that's almost two years oh. <laughs> um she just broke so many records she was just such a bright shining star especially with that album like she just she was just so different she and was she was definitely refreshing like very gorgeous oh totally. amazing boys and she was just a bundle of joy yeah she really was, yeah. Um, and she brought it into the mainstream. She brought the Tejano music into the mainstream, which is really, I always appreciate an artist who does that. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to also say, too, to be a woman in the music industry in the 90s already is you have to have a thick skin to be a minority woman in the music industry even more so. And to be a minority woman in a in a genre that's dominated by males. So we have to give her triple, triple, triple props for this, uh, <laughs> for her role yes. in in making and just connecting, making music that just connected to so many people. Yeah. What do you think really made Selena so popular and so easy to connect to and so magnetic for so many people? Well, she was humble, charismatic, yeah. spirit confident. She really was confident. Yeah, she was. I mean, she keep on going. Yeah, she, yeah, (laughs) keep on going. She could get on stage and just be like, like, here I am. I'm, here's my bustier. Here's my, like, I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna do my thing. Like, she just had so much confidence. She did. We needed confidence back then. We did it. What else? What else? What else was, was there? She was not only looking like her fans, she was like, them. She was born and raised in Texas, bilingual, bicultural, cultural. She also inspired a lot of people. She did, especially young girls to follow their dreams. Yeah. Yeah, she really did. Um, She also, I feel like her music just had a really universal appeal to it. It was just, I think a lot of people could really connect to it. And it's just, it was easy to listen to. It was easy to listen to. It was fun. You could sense her joy and her spirit and her magnetism from her singing like you could just it 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 connected through the airwaves i mean you could just she was a true artist she was yeah um her so her music had universal appeal to what are two of her bigger what are some of the, her bigger songs so one will be bitty bitty bomb bomb. <laughs> I think everyone bitty knows bitty bitty bomb bomb. <laughs> yes, I mean, okay. If you need some music to turn on while you, while you're getting ready to go out, or like you know, you need a, a hype song. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Another one is uh, Como la Flor. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, 
she had that crossover album in 1995. Dreaming of You. Dreaming of You, yeah. that was, And that one was released actually unfinished after uh, her death in 1994 or in 1995. Selena didn't grow up speaking Spanish. She actually learned Spanish as she became famous and she actually learned to speak it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so, did she speak it at home? Do you know? I don't think so. I think they all spoke in Spanish. I, I want to say her, her, she was probably second, third generation here. Interesting. Um, but she was very proud of her heritage. She was. I remember one of her shows where she was trying to, it was a Spanish-speaking show, and she was trying to impress, and she was trying to say 13 in Spanish. And uh, instead of saying trece, she said one in uno y tres. <gasps> Oh, see, <laughs> resourcefulness. She was yes. also very resourceful. You got to. And I cannot remember. I cannot forget that because it just—it was so funny. That's so cute. <laughs> At least she tried. That's so cute. Bless her heart. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so she famously married her guitarist Chris Perez, uh, who reportedly has a very strained relationship with her family to this day, which is kind of sad. Um, but. He, uh, they, you know, I don't think any of them really approved of him during when they were together. And then they still kind of are fighting it out to this day. Now, I don't know much, but from the movie, <laughs> uh, he seems to be this like bad boy. And she was, I mean, one thing that it seemed like her, they were fat, very family like oriented. You know, the, the family was mainly composed of, uh, sorry, the band. <laughs> was mainly composed of the family. Yep. So the brother played, the p- brother, I believe, played the guitar. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. And then the sister played and the drums. The sister played the wrong, drums yeah. and their dad was their manager. So it was That's very right. family oriented. So, you know, here comes this guitar, guitarist player who's a bad boy. Bad boy. That, you know, um, it's trying to go behind, you know, trying to who's after, you know, the main lead singer, this beautiful, bubbly, charismatic girl. Mm-hmm. Um, very innocent, too. She had a very innocent spirit. Of course, her dad was like, uh, no, excuse me. Get yeah. away from my daughter. Yeah. Well, and also they were Jehovah's Witnesses. So I have to think they were pretty um, traditional and seeing this like this like rock and roll guy come in. They were like, what? Yeah. Oh, God. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she, one of the things about Selena, um, I, you know, like I said, I absolutely love her music. We were just, you know, blasting some and, uh, you know, dancing around and listening to her earlier. Um, But one of the other things that I remembered her is just being such a fashion icon. Oh, yes. She just had the best style. She did. She was drop dead gorgeous. Gorgeous. And, And she had that signature red lip. The red lips and the the dark hair, the dark eyes. Okay, so I pulled up some of her best outfits that I that I thought were just absolutely stunning. So Elise and I are looking at them right now, and she's wearing this white shirt. She is um, a white t shirt. Where's the teacher now? Uh, yeah, like a button down. Button down. But like yeah. she tied it like mm-hmm. <laughs> as like a crop top. Oh, she's like made the crop top a thing. Yes, she did. I mean, I could think about his dad like having a fit like a heart attack yes like what is my daughter wearing <laughs> well remember in the movie where uh she the first the first scene where he sees her and she takes her like jacket off and she's in the sparkly bra and he's like she, she's in her underwear yes. like she's in her bra it looks like a bra and the mom's like i think she looks cute <laughs> yes but the way i think that's every hispanic family <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're showing way too much skin. Oh, <laughs> she just was so, so cute. And she just was so, she was like Lily said, very free spirited. So, so she kind of popularized the crop top and the high waisted. Um, but like, we're looking at this picture right now and I'll post all these on Instagram so you guys can see them. But um, she's wearing like this button down where she like tied it, um, like she unbuttoned it and then tied it and made it a crop top. And then she's got these really pretty or these like jeans that like are high waisted and this little belt and these Oh, she's just, she just made that, that effortless look so chic. She did. So then we have another outfit right here. Here's another signature which, Selena look. Which is the leather jacket. Leather jacket. And the ruffles. And the ruffles, yes. Oh my God, you know the, and the hoop earrings. Yes, the hoop, she was the one who brought the hoop earrings. The <laughs> and then the bangs, she had those big, mm -hmm. big bangs. Oh, she just made this look so beautiful. The only other person I've ever seen rock this look so beautiful is Dolly Parton. Yes, the leather and lace. I agree. But she's got, yeah, so we'll post all of these on our Instagram, but she's, she just really popularized the leather jackets for, for women too. Yes. And the signature red lip. And like Elise said, the hoop earrings. Now this picture <laughs> is the one that reminds me of the movie where the dad almost had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. With a sparkly bra. The bustier. The bustier, yes. And she's wearing kind of like a military hat that also had the rhinestones on it. And then again, the really high-waisted pants with a big belt buckle. What a, what a solid signature look. Yes. That was perfect. Love oh my it. Gosh. So here's the next outfit. Now this she, is this is my favorite. I want to say she was already married here. You think so? Oh, she looks yeah. like a rocker. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, this is my favorite look of hers. She's wearing her leather jacket with rhinestones on it, leather chaps. And her earrings are um, a oh, guitar. Yes, I want to say she was married then. Yeah. Oh, she looks like such a babe. She does. Oh, and she Love has like it. a black uh, bustier underneath as well. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was... To me, that's the Selena I remember. I just remember her just being so cool. Yeah. She just seems like everyone's cool older sister. Yes. Like the one that you just, you were just in awe of. You would go visit your friend and like they had this really cool older sister. And you would just kind of sit there and like, you're so cool. Like maybe if I sit here, I can absorb some of your coolness by osmosis. <laughs> That's Selena. If I look at pictures of Selena, I hope I absorb some of her coolness. Oh, same osmosis. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, so moving on. Here's another signature look. With the leopard uh, hat. Yeah, so she had her leopard print. She had... And, and, and then rocking that red list lipstick. Yeah, and the pearls. She just... Yeah. You know, she really was able to kind of combine the sultry, sexy, leather look uh, Madonna. Actually, that's a very Madonna look. Yes. She was able to kind of combine that with kind of still being a good girl um, and not in a derogatory, demeaning way or condescending way in just a, like, a self-assured way. Mm -hmm. She knew... She didn't have to be the Madonna. She didn't have to be out there. She just, she just was going to be herself. Yeah. And she, she also knew, uh, it seemed like it's to me, I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong, Elise. It seemed like she knew her fan base. She did. She definitely did. And she adored them. Yeah. She did. She, and, and, and you can tell she's a, she just seemed very sincere and she was young herself. She died when she was 23 years old. You have to think yeah. how young she was. She, she was, was really, one of those yeah. girls. Like, she was really young. She could have been their older sister. Yep. She could have been my older sister. Oh. Here's, here's uh, the classic. The iconic. Um, <laughs> so this is the purple jumpsuit. The iconic 
purple jumpsuit. Sparkly. Yes, yes. It had the flare bottoms here and the little cutout for her, like, like right under her bra line. Oh, mm-hmm. that was This so... was actually her, what she wore in her last concert. Yeah, at the Houston Astrodome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, I feel like that, I feel like you're right. That's the one that a lot of celebrities wear for Halloween, Halloween yeah. and stuff. Definitely. I mean, it's been t- how many years that she died? 25. And, yeah, and people still want to dress like her. Yeah. Okay, so here's another photo. This is when she's younger. I just included this because I I thought the hair was very 90s. Yes. So she has her hair up in like a half pony and she has these big, big round bangs. And I just thought it was so cute. She's just so cute. So so as we mentioned, the last show she ever played was at the Houston Astrodome um, where she wore the famous purple jumpsuit. And sadly, she died on March 31st, 1995, after she was shot um, and killed bef- like two weeks before she turned 24. Um, and she was killed by her former manager of her stores and who was also her friend. So do you remember that? I do. You know what? It was funny because I was actually doing math when I heard the news on the news. Really? Yes. And I could never forget that. So what was your initial feeling? Like what was that? I was well, So first of all, it was not that she was dead, but that she was um, barricaded. Oh, yeah. With um, Jolanda. Yeah. So it was still for the first couple of hours, it was unknown. And the only reason why I remember this, because math is my favorite subject. And I <laughs> didn't finish my math homework that night because I was just I just wanted to know what was going on. And um, I got a bad grade <laughs> on the homework. So that's the reason why I remember it, it was it was very shocking to like I said, we didn't find out that she died until hours later. Yeah. Yeah. I also think when she, why when she died, she was doing the crossover to the uh, Anglo mm -hmm. um, industry. Mm -hmm. So she was starting to conquer, you know, she was starting to become famous among the English language. I wonder what would happen if she hadn't died. Oh, she would have made it super big. She 50 years old. She would have been Shakira. You think so? Yes. Yeah. She would have been the first, well, I mean, I can't compare Shakira with her, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Two different music, but you know what I mean. Yeah, she, I I wonder, I really do. When I was watching the movie uh, for this episode, I wondered about that. So, Um, so yeah, so she died uh, very sadly, March 31st, 1995. Um, And so her birthday, which is in April, is officially Selena Day in Texas. So I thought that was interesting. And yeah, it was George W. Bush that made it. Uh, no way I didn't know that (laughs) I'm shocked I know me too I thought about not including that but he uh, he was governor at the time and he's the one that it was right after she died he was the one that made her birthday uh, (laughs) okay so I wanted to touch on her legacy um, as well so one thing that came up a lot when I was studying her legacy was murals and that there are murals and beautiful graffiti art that keep her legacy alive in Mexico, in Texas, in California, in Miami, in Chicago. Um, And then there was a new one as of last year in Corpus Christi, um, where she was from, and a lot of artists. Are there any in LA that you know of? Yes, there is. There is? Yes. Okay. That's great. But have you you seen any? I have. I have. I mean, I I can't recall where. Yeah, exactly. But, but when I when I drive by, I actually, you know what? I think there's a lot of them in um, by Sunset. OK, but okay. Echo Park, yeah. Echo Park. There you go. OK, 
Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to seek out where they are and do a little. I think that's my homework now. Yeah, for the weekend. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do a little. We're gonna do a little walking tour of the <laughs> murals. Another another legacy is they opened a museum in Corpus Christi um, in 1998, as well as a life size bronze statue. So, like I said earlier, Corpus Christi has kind of turned into Selena Town, which I'm not mad about. Not not at all. They should change the name to Selena Town. Are you kidding? Of a hundred percent. That would a hundred percent boost sales right right (laughs) um and then um and then the movie so the movie came out in 1997 so uh tell me about the movie what was the what was the big what were the big takeaways from the movie Elise? so the movie was great but the one scene that i cannot get out of my head it's when uh her brother's icline uh making fun of her because two fans recognize her and they're like with the car? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, Selena. Anything for Selena. <laughs> that is my favorite scene. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. I remember that scene because they were trying to get the, the van the, the out of the rut. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, hitched it to this car. And then it took the whole bumper off. And then they were like, I'm going to. They're like, I'm so sorry. And the two guys were like, I'm going to hang it on my wall and be like, this bumper was taking off by the bus of Selena. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. That is one of my favorite scenes from that movie. She was and and Jayla was so. Oh my god! Yes, I mean that's what made. I gotta throw it out there. That's what made Jayla famous. It is. I mean, I'm not gonna take credit from Jayla. Jayla was gonna make it regardless. She had it. She had it. But it was uh, the Selena movie that yeah. made that made her famous. That was her big. That was her break, big break. Mm-hmm. I think she was a dancer before that. She was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. JLo also did a tribute at the Billboard Latin Music Awards. Um, and JLo has said, um, has always kind of had this like lasting admiration for Selena for kind of launching her career, but also for what she did for the industry. Um, and JLo has said that she had a sense that she admired Selena because she had a sense of living in the moment, living in the present and following her heart. And then she said, for me, that was the biggest lesson she learned from playing Selena, which Aww, I thought was really sweet. That's so sweet. It did, it did seem like Selena just lived in the moment. She did. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. Um, The movie was released two years after Selena died, and it was her family that actually helped make it because they wanted a say in it. It seems like her family wants a say in a lot of her legacy, which I 100% understand. Um, But they wanted to do that. They act quickly so they could make it before someone else. Yeah, I not mad at that. Yeah, not at all. And J-Lo made a million dollars for it. And at the time, she was the highest paid Latina actress in Hollywood um, at the time. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Good for J-Lo. I know. J-Lo, we love you so much. We do. <laughs> Biggest fan right here. Yeah. Um, and then it was one of the highest grossing music biopics of all time. Okay. So the next thing we were going to talk about, the MAC makeup line. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. The MAC makeup line? I do. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. The MAC cosmetic company actually came out with a Selena collaboration line in um, earlier in the, I want to say like the mid to 2015s or whatever, um, after they got 38,000 fans to sign a petition asking them to do it. Wow. Yeah. the I think the woman who created the petition was just like, we need someone that, you know, looks like us. Yes, I agree. It's about time. Yes, I agree. I mean, that iconic red lipstick, Mm -hmm. it was just iconic. Mm -hmm. The MAC line, the Selena line, when it came out, sold out within hours. 
I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was actually the most, the best selling collaboration in cosmetics history. Wow. And you think about it, like these cosmetics companies do so many collabs all the time. And the Selena Mac collab was the most, the best selling one in cosmetics history. That says so much. Yeah. That says so much about who she was. And think about the women that are buying these. These are like our age. Yeah. And, and, the, and not just women, because men wear makeup too. These people are our age. They grew up listening to Selena, and now they're the ones where the consumers with um, that want that want this. And and that's how much that's how much her iconic red lip, yeah, was you know made its made its way onto the scenes. Kat Von D also did a Selena collection with her uh, cosmetics line as well. Okay, so we're looking at these uh, these. Selena dolls right now, and they're so cute. They are. This is the one she's holding her Grammy, right? Yeah. Well, did she do that? They played the wrong song when she won her Grammy. I mean, it was a song of her, but it was the wrong song that she won. Yes, and she was all cool about it. Oh, she was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I I won a Grammy. (laughs) So she won the the Grammy, and they they played the wrong song. As she was walking to get it? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was still God. her song, but it was the wrong, the wrong s- song that she had oh one gosh. for. <laughs> this is where you got to have a woman in charge of this. Stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. She's so sweet. I am I can just see her that that just rolling off of her. Yeah. You know? just, she's like, I want a Grammy. Who cares? I want a Grammy. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, so we'll post a picture of the Selena dolls on our Instagram. Um, but they're really cute little Selena dolls. This came out in the late 90s. In 2012, her widower, Chris Perez, published a tribute book of her with never-before-seen photos um, de- detailing his life and relationship with her. In 2017, she got a Hollywood Walk of Fame star in front of the Capitol Records building out over here in Hollywood, just a couple blocks down the street from us right now. Um, and then... I don't know if you know this, but they're doing a Selena Netflix series. I didn't know that. Yeah, really? yeah. It was the girl from Twilight is playing Selena. Which which girl? The fr- her friend Bella's friend. Can't remember her name, but um, but the family actually announced in 2018 that they were working on the series um, that has yet to be premiered. And according to Oprah Magazine, I looked it up. There is a and this was a recent article. It was set to premiere by the end of 2020. Ooh. Granted. 2020 is a gigantic, ginormous cluster. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> this will be what we need at the end yes. of the year. Maybe some Selena. <laughs> we'll take it, Netflix. You just keep doing it. Put it out for us, please. We are begging you. Yes. <laughs> oh, in 2020, the Library of Congress uh, inducted her 1990 album, Ven Conmigo, to the National Recording Registry. And her music has inspired so many artists. Demi Lovato, Camila Cabello, Selena Gomez. Actually, did you know that Selena Gomez was named after Selena? I was wondering about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm glad that she's continuing her legacy. That's really <laughs> yes. sweet. What What was it about Selena that you really connected to? I mean, she won, she's gorgeous. You know, like I said, humble. She was bubbly always had a like a smile on her face and she just gave this confidence and just to see a a woman out there like in the industry that was not it's mainly male mm-hmm. it, it was just like mind-blowing yeah and what was it about her music that really connected to you do you think 
I mean, her songs. I mean, I I recall uh, right after high when in high school when I broke up with my high school sweetheart. I remember playing one of her songs. Which one? Fotos de recuerdos over and over and crying and over again. Aww, so that's <laughs> so. Like- if you listen to it now, would you have the same, like, what would it bring up? I mean, I still sing it <laughs> at the top of my lung. I mean, I won't probably cry. <laughs> but a lot of her songs, they were just, you know, they just, you could relate to her her lyrics and to her songs. Yeah. And she just, her music was fun. It was. You could dance to I it. I mean, yes. Yeah. A lot of songs that you could just literally, I mean, when I want to clean my house, yeah. I just put some of her music. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And what do you think, where, where would you put her in her importance in Latinx heritage? Oh, up high. Yeah? She definitely is. She, I mean, so many women look up to her. Yeah. I mean, I'm J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to diminish J-Lo, but, you know, J-Lo was one of those who uh, launched, Selena launched her career. Yeah, yeah. And does she still have that legacy within the Latinx community? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Where do you see it? Where do you see it the most? I feel like a lot of young girls could relate to her because she's not your typical, not trying to bring anybody down. I know, you know, everybody's beautiful regardless how they look, but she's not your typical skinny, tall, light-skinned girl, you know? She's more into the dark, like, you know, she's more into the... She's edgy. Edgy, you know, she has her curves and she's just so confident how she just like, I don't care if I don't look like the models on bold, you know, I'm going to, yeah, she just was just carry herself with such a grace. She's so graceful and so classy and yes. so sophisticated and so humble and elegant. Oh, I mean, I definitely related with her growing yeah. up because yeah. I did not see that many models in Vogue <laughs> that look like her, you know, so she definitely was one of my, my, um, celebrities that I looked up to because she looked like me. Yeah. What about in the 90s? What memories do you have of Selena in the 90s? A lot of things that I remember for her, I think it was mainly after she died. You okay. know, I feel like one thing that the Latin community has done, um, it's that we remember her every year mm-hmm. during her uh, death and her birthday. I actually want to say that she probably became even more famous after death. I think so, too. Honestly, I think that I think after the movie too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it was impressive that the family got on that so quickly. I mean, I don't blame them because yeah. they were trying to for them to make the money instead of somebody else. Yeah, and then they released um, the album, the crossover album that she did in English after she died because that wasn't yeah. even finished. It wasn't. Yeah. She died. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know so. she was trying to cross over to the Anglo. Yeah. Um, industry and I know she would have done amazing yeah yeah I just have to think about that too like you said Shakira is an interesting parallel to I mean I I they're not like they're not the same they're not the same people at all completely different but I'm just like backgrounds backgrounds, yeah but I think that's the only way I could compare someone who like started in uh the Spanish industry and then cross Mm -hmm. over to the English industry Mm -hmm. absolutely Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that's that's Selena. That is our one of our favorite icons of the '90s. Uh, truly, an iconic artist, just an incredible um, hero to so many, so many women, so many girls, so many people in so many different countries, um, and still the legacy lives on today. 
Um, you can go to like any wax museum and there's always going to be a wax figurine of Selena. Mm-hmm. And there's, I feel like after the success of Mac too, you're going to always see Selena, um, more Selena collaboration, collections, things coming out. I also think with the resurgence of the 90s that her style has come way back in fashion. Yes. And I don't know. I mean, I've, I see the... Like, honestly, the fingerprints of her style on everything in, like, modern modern fashion right now. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we talk about, well, how was she, if she was still alive, where would she be now? Like, she mm-hmm. probably would be amazing singer. But also, in, I wouldn't doubt it, she would have made it big in the fashion industry as yeah, well. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I just wouldn't doubt it. Wasn't she kind of dabbling in that a little bit? She had her stores. She did, yeah. yeah. So she was starting her fashion yeah. uh, clothing oh, line. So imagine? imagine if she would have been alive and... Oh, God. Wow. We are yeah. missing so much incredible art from her. Yeah. She in was, so many forms. Yeah, she was just so creative. Yeah. Like, not just, art, like, music-wise, but also in fashion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, so that's that's Selena. That's one of our favorite, favorite girls. I'm so glad that Elise chose this topic to talk about. So, Elise, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having this me. Was this was fun. So fun. And we're going to go ahead and when we turn this podcast off, we're going to go ahead and turn on Selena and dance off some of this yeah. wine together. <laughs> so uh so excited for that so elise is there anything you wanted to plug tell our 90s kids our 90s kids at heart is there anything you wanted to share with our listeners please don't forget to vote i second that (laughs) vote everyone cheers to that cheers cheers to that just like Elise said, everyone, please, please vote. Elise, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have Elise back. We're going to talk about, but we have a really fun topic next, uh, coming up next that we're probably going to go into early next year. Um, but it's, uh, Elise is one of my best friends and I'm so glad to have her here. Thank you for joining us. We'll have you back. And, um, Everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, We talked about Selena. Please make sure to follow us on social media, TTTHpod on Twitter, Talk to the Hand Pod on Instagram. You can email me at talktothehandpod at gmail.com. Visit the website, talktothehandpod.com. And also, just let me know, did you listen to Selena? Did you, um, do you wear the signature red lip? Do you listen to her music now did you listen to her music then i want to hear all of your stories elise and i both want to hear all of your stories yes so let us know tell us or if you're planning to be her for halloween too let us know and send us a picture please yes we might feature you (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you so much for joining us next week you guys i have a really fun topic my fiance will be on finally got him to sit down and record an episode with me so i'm so excited for that uh, stay tuned for that and be sure to like I said follow us on social media check your voter registration I'll put all that information in the show notes and please 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 be excellent to each other thank you so much we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs>